The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And today we have on a great man who we've had on before, Alan DeVal. He's a multidimensional master communicator. Alan is an author, an educator, and natural-born intuitive, and a singer-songwriter. And we're talking again today about the powerful possibilities presented in this year, even though it's almost over, that it is a leap year and that there's so many possibilities here. And Alan has developed something called the soul's imperatives, which tells us why we're here. And uh, welcome, Alan DeVal. Hello, Patricia. Thank you for having me. Uh, Tell us about these soul's imperatives and what what they are. Well, you know... this, the imperative imperative is the word for command, and the, in and these um, imperatives are the commands that are inside of each one of us. And this ability, this technique or technology or process that I have, just came to me in a flash in a little coffee shop in Hawaii about twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it it just came out of the blue because a friend of mine asked. She said, "Nothing is missing and nothing is wrong. I just want to know why I'm really here." And out of the blue. This technique came, and and I accessed my own command, and then she she spoke hers, and it's it's a simple way of saying my name is, and I am here to, and you fill in the blank, and in filling in that blank, you access your command, and then you end up speaking a series of seven plus two for a total of nine, and this year I'm adding one more on because it is a leap year, and uh, the command that imperative will carry people through the next four years, so it's a total of ten. Uh, imperatives and each command is is an active one word energy that that speaks through you and that you express at all times and and whether you know it or not it's happening but when you speak it and name it and claim it i've heard amazing testimonials from people that relationships cds careers moves um books all kinds mm-hmm. of things start happening around them so it's very so, easy. I call it fresh direct. It's very easy. What to What are some of? Give us an example of a soul imperative. Well, my imperative. Um, I, I I I know you know yours, and we did yours about fifteen years, sixteen years ago, and you've been activating yours all along. Uh, my imperative is my name is Alan Duvall, and I am here to create, and mm-hmm. and and that is my first one, and then all of my others come from that. Now, the interesting thing about people's first one, and my first one in particular, is that a friend of mine commented that if I don't create love, light, music, and harmony, I will create chaos, confusion, and change because I have to create something. And uh, we are living in very, yeah, we're living in very um, chaotic times, 
And in a way, it calls up courage out of all of us to just kind of ride things out and be, be willing to take, take things on, let things go, go with the flow, all of those phrases. And everybody's imperatives can work with this energy that's here now. It's a pretty exciting time. Um, mm. You have an imperative of, as, you know, if I can let the cat out of the bag here, sure. to pollinate. To pollinate, which is the only, you're the only person that's ever had that out of several hundred people. But I was looking at yours again today, Patricia. The interesting thing is you not only have pollinate, your second one is to catalyze. So the way that you pollinate and, yeah, and your your pollen that you bring to people in your conversations and your work and your investigations and your books and is a very special kind of pollen. It's almost like magic dust of some sort. So Mm -hmm. you're a very busy Mm -hmm. bee bringing this energy, and I think you're on the verge of encountering, at the end of this year and into the next year, encountering more magic inside of you than you've ever found, and and I wouldn't say that if I didn't feel that about you, so uh, it, it's a little, this year is a, a nine year, today is a one day, nine year, one day, and next year is a one year, and nine years are chaotic, transformational, hectic, uh, confusing, we've seen enough of that. Next year will be a one year when people get their ducks in a row, things get simplified, first things first, things in order, and it's going to be a, a better year for people in terms of what they want to do and being able to do it. So that's, mm. I, I feel that for everybody. Alan, how do you advise people who come to you who feel stuck? They say, look, I know what my soul's imperatives are, and I know what I'm, I'm here to do on the planet. But I'm I'm not getting the results that I need to get. What would you What would you say to them? Well, you know, in the energy of stuckness, when people come and say, "I just," and a lot of times, even before they've done the imperatives or if they've done them and they're working with them, the energy of stuckness actually has uh, information in it. So it's asking you. It's it's almost like a stop sign. So I, I get people to express what stuck means to them because everybody's stuck differently. And when you put stuck. Like, for example, you, if you were a bee out there pollinating, you might stay on one flower that had a lot of nectar for a long time, or you might find that the field was a little bit dry and not a lot going on. So you might feel stuck because there's, there, the, the, the field is, is uh, it's not a rich enough field. So you're kind of stuck because you need a lot of variety and a lot of stimulation because you're so creative. Your mm. idea of being stuck would be different than somebody else's that can barely handle three things on their plate and have been maybe hiding out, uh, you know, at home for uh, uh, being unemployed for like a year, and they're just thinking, their idea of stuck is completely different. In fact, their idea of stuck is a crisis. Mm-hmm. Your idea of crisis, you have so much creativity that crisis for you just adds to your creativity. I know you may not feel that all the time, but I see mm. that in you all the time. Yeah, and so, yeah. so what you're to, saying I, is you have to understand your own energy, I have to understand, yes, people have to understand their own energy. And the thing about the imperatives is that it is their own energy, fresh from the well, like pure from the spring. I tell mm-hmm. them to go back to their imperatives, to, to claim one that they haven't felt, that they felt a way, kind of far away from. Most people work their first three. Mm-hmm. My imperatives, my name is Alan Duvall. I'm here to create, to heal, to teach, to love, to grow, to attend. I grow attention in people and to bless and then to sing and celebrate. So I get to have a big party after. I always say when I do a session, I'm at everybody's rebirthday party. And so, uh, but on the other hand, if I find myself not having a lot of fun, I got I to gotta look at my own situation and say, this is not fun for me. Uh, take a break, stop, go away. I live right next to the ocean. I can go to the ocean. I know you have lots of choices. You love art. You love music. You love events. You love conversation. You know, you have ways of, of, of kind of, uh, you know, 
rebooting your own life, but uh, you're a lot busier than I am these days, Patricia, so I think what you would need to do for you might be a little opposite of what I would do. But uh, stuck, a lot of people feel stuck these days because um, the, it, it, things just, old ways are just not working. For most people I talk to, old ways are not working. And, and, and a lot of stuff, is, you can just hear the thuds all over the room as things fall away. I can, I can hear it. I can feel it. That's very interesting. So, when people, so what are some things you suggest to people when they say that the old things aren't working? Should they tune into their intuition, to their higher guidance? What would you say? Well, in terms of the imperatives themselves, generally yes. people work, work the first three all the time, and that's kind of like their, their, their upfront ones, their personality ones. And, and, and I tell them to go into the deeper ones. And usually the deeper ones, one of the questions I ask, and along with a session that's in, in terms of all of my sessions, I say, if time and money and, and uh, circumstances were no object, what three things would you do? And everybody says travel, uh, art, music, you know, and, 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 and mostly they're not doing as much as that. The truth is they could be doing that even if they don't have a lot of money, even if they don't have a lot of time, they should be doing two or three of those things. And those two or three things that they would love to do most of all are usually in the deeper imperatives. And mm-hmm. their, their first three is usually the ones that, that work with their work life, their, uh, their home life, uh, their social life, and they're just so busy in, you know, getting to work, coming home, you know, the usual stuff. It's the deeper ones that they're no, it, removed from. Yeah, I do want to say something um, that I, I really feel so important about when you talk about the imperatives. You know, for me being the catalyst and the pollinator, I find that, you know, if I get nervous about something or I say, okay, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I'm going to just go do that nine to five study job. And there have been those moments. But when I try to get those things that look like those normal nine to five jobs, if you, they don't come to me. What comes to me is my work. So I've, I've, I've really come to the conclusion that this really is what I'm supposed to do. And this is the time I'm supposed to spend. Not looking for that safety net temporarily, but to keep exploring what are my imperatives. Comment on that. Well, I don't think that anything, you're such a doer that I don't think work or doing as such is an issue for you because you are so active. When I look at your imperatives and your deeper ones are to heal, to accept, to love and mm. to share, and then you have enjoy. So it's a little bit like uh, joy shows up for you as your seventh one, and then you have lead and to tell. And the thing is, is that you you, you could I know I've seen you roll up your sleeves and go into some long term commitments. Your your programming, your everything you've done over the mm-hmm. years with radio and writing. But the truth is, you do have to have kind of a a, a reward and a, a, some fun and. And and uh, regularly and 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 so I would encourage you to uh, not let go of pollinating and catalyzing because that's just the natural thing you do. I would go toward heal and accept and to love almost deeper levels of the kind of work you've done. You know when they always ask people in journalism and and, and interviewers what what get would you like to get? I know you look at your amazing guests. I mean you know and I feel mm. so honored to be a guest on your show. But I've seen your guest list. And I think that you could probably get about anybody you chose to, and it, it's kind of like, wow. And it seems like you've done this for a long time, but it's always exciting to see your list. And, well, and, and, I, and I, I appreciate also, that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, think, I think what, you know, and that's really great. I want to, I, what I'd like to do is really apply this 
for people listening who really can, you know, whether they're creative as I am or they're doing something else, how they well, can yeah, tap I, I, into I want to give those. an example. My, my sister, her first imperity, she lives in, in Iowa. She lives a very simple life. When I did this years ago with her, she said, my name is Wendy, and I'm here to, and I almost stopped her. If you say clean, I'm going to scream. She said to clean. She was an obsessive clean freak. You could call mm. her at 2 in the morning. What are you doing? Cleaning. But the funny thing mm. was, she did her whole list. And what happened was she ended up cleaning house in her whole life. She left her husband of 31 years, who she found out was having an affair. She sold their house and moved into town and started her whole new life over again. And she said it was because she, she expressed her imperatives. And she went through her life and cleaned house in her whole life with the help of the other imperatives. Because all she was doing was cleaning. Cleaning, 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 and she wasn't letting go and following through with the others. But, you know, the thing is, they all come from the first one. And when you're working around a person or you're with a person or you know a person, you can probably get an idea into what their first one might be. And Mm -hmm. so it's interesting. It's very easy to talk to people and get them to say their first one. You don't have to do the whole list. But say, my name is, and I am here too, and see what pops out. Everybody, they all know what it is. All right, we're going to take and a break and we'll come back. Okay. We're going to talk to Alan DeVal, who is pretty amazing. He's a multi-dimensional master communicator, educator, natural-born intuitive, and singer-songwriter. He's talking about this concept of the soul imperatives. What has What is our soul telling us that we are here to do? And what he's saying is we know that intuitively, and it can come right out of our mouth. And if we listen to that, that's what we'll follow, and it will work for us. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Patricia Raskin. Right here on VoiceAmerica.com, we're talking to Alan DeVal, who's a multi-dimensional master communicator, educator, natural-born intuitive, and singer-songwriter about this concept that he's developed that's very interesting called the soul's imperatives, which are imperatives that we were born with, it's what we came here to do, and that once we understand them, it will make life much richer for us. Welcome back, Alan. What do you Uh, think, Alan, people don't know what their soul's imperatives are? Because many people don't. No, people, I am the only person doing this, and I tell people that I do it with to go out and do it with their friends. A few people have, and it is very easy to do, but most people say, oh, I want to do, so I'm in the process of getting it out there more so that it can be available to people. But I wanted to use an example. Years ago, I was doing real short sessions with people, readings, you know, classic intuitive readings in Honolulu, and I was just doing these spot readings, and a woman sat down in front of me, and I looked at her. She was probably 30, 31, but she looked like... 18. She had this eternal youth about her. She sat down in front of me and all of a sudden I, she looked at me and, and all of a sudden it just flew out of my mouth. I said, you know, you better get, you better fly that plane while you still can. And she just literally fell off her chair practically because she had been secretly wanting to take flying lessons all of her life. And I just said it. it just, so her first imperative is to fly. And she went out and mm. took flying lessons. Mm. And so that I tapped it because it was just so on the surface. And I noticed when, it, see, this is the breath of the universe in you. I say that the imperatives are the breath of the universe in you. You can think it, you can see it, you can feel it, you can know it, but you have to speak it. And when you speak the breath of the universe in you in these commands, it just flies out of, people say all the time, I don't even know, I'm afraid, I don't think I know mine, I don't have any, and I just laugh and they just start speaking, my name is. And I am here because your name has power and it connects with your I am. And I'm here to, it just falls out. It just comes out like water from the rock. And mm-hmm. so um, what I do love about it is that it also shows people directly in front. Because I say to people, it's like you talking to you. It's not me. It's not someone else. It's not a book. It's not anybody else. It's them. It's you talking to you. And you hear and feel and speak your own energy in your own presence, and it's very amazing. I believe people know who they are and why they're here. And, and, and it's kind of stunning to see people wake up in front of my very eye, in front of my eyes, and like, like, a, like a wind coming up from, you know, some special place over their face, and it's just, it's, or a rain or something, it's glorious. Uh, so give us some more, tell us a story. You've told us a few stories already. But mm-hmm. um, for the average person who's struggling with this, how do they find their soul imperative? Do they just, as you say, just stand in front of a mirror and say, I am here too, and oh, just you see what do comes it. out? Mine, it actually helps if you, if you can speak it. You know, when I do the session, I, I write for people. They speak and I do the writing. But if you're going to do it on your own, like if people are out there listening to this right now, you take a piece of paper and you set, in front, set it in front of you, it, it, and you just simply get quiet, and you don't have to do any big preparation. You just And if you have a mirror, I think it'd be great to look in the mirror and say it. But you can say, my name is, and you fill in the blank. Now, the name that you choose, people have used their first name, their full name, their saint's name, changed their name 
gone back to maiden names. Lots of times women that are divorced will go back to their maiden name. They'll go, it depends, any name you choose for this exercise is who you are. And, 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 and so you, you just say the name that speaks your full force to you in this exercise. My name is, and I'm here too, and one word will come out. Now, if you say, I'm here to be happy, that is the energy field, the result, or the expression of one word. If you say more than one word or, or a phrase, that is the result of one command. So you have to go back and say it again. My name is, and I am here to create, to heal, to help, to speak, to travel. Mm. You ha- it has to be one word active. It has to be an active principle because that's the, the, the nature of an imperative, a command. And then you will... You know, you will go ahead, and then the second will come right out. And you say, then you say a series. My name is is. I'm here to travel and to to paint. Mm. And so question, then right away, yeah. Question, Alan. Can you get any information from dreams on any of this? Um, well, you know, I, I did a session with a woman that was an assistant to a really creative uh, uh, a group. Uh, uh, presenter in New York and her assistant she also was very creative and she said she had a dream after she did her imperatives that she was standing in front of a statue like the goddess Shiva with many arms and oh. the goddesses it was her and all and she's a writer filmmaker dancer pretty much, you know and all of the hands were reaching out and she put uh, like a stone or a crystal that represented each imperative in each one of the hands well that oh. was very visual and she and then the one that went into the heart and, and it was, it was, and she realized, what am I putting in these hands? And all of a sudden, it dawned at all my imperatives. Uh-huh. And it really, and she shared it with the group at a, at a meeting later, and it was like, wow. Well, it, that, that whole experience perfectly fit her. I, I tell people that they're dressed up in their dreams all the time, and they just don't realize it. <laughs> and sometimes when you dress up in your dreams, depending on where you're going, you can dress down, you can dress up, you can, you know, people already know who they are and why they're here. It's, you know, but we are, we are harried, we are stressed, we are patterned, we, we get stuck, but it does, and, and, and your imperatives will work with, with just the life you have, but when you name and claim your imperatives, it gets a lot easier because they're out, and they start working with whatever's coming toward you to work with it ahead of time. So people mm. don't struggle as much. They have fun with themselves. They go to their deeper ones more regularly. They see their new ones in a new light. I did one with a nurse, and she said, my name is, and I'm here to help. She goes, well, that's kind of obvious. I said, do you have a lot of other people working in this hospital that don't help? She goes, yeah. And I said, no, you're a nurse, but your help really helps. She goes, yeah, it does. And, and then she went on and declared amazing imperatives. Yeah. Everybody has, and all imperatives are equal value. No imperative is better than another one. You know, so just this, my sister's to clean was perfect. A simple one, mm-hmm. to help, to clean, to talk. The basic ones are just as powerful in connection with the others as, you know, to intimate, to, to celebrate, to, you know, yeah, you can, it doesn't matter, but the arrangement of them is really perfect for yours are perfect for you. I look at yours all the time and go, if I didn't know you already, Patricia, I would want to know you. I look at your imperatives and go, who is this woman? Who is this person? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So we have a few minutes left. Let's talk more about, as you said, you've given people some exercises. Let's talk more about the work you do. You also have been, you are an artist and a songwriter, and -hmm. you spent some time with the image and the work of Rita Hayworth because you feel she's a very special artist. Explain that. Well, 
Rita Hayworth, uh, a lot of people know her. The younger audiences are becoming familiar with her again because her movies are getting restored and getting out there on all the movie channels. She was the love goddess. She was the first recreated movie star before Marilyn, before Madonna, before her image was totally recreated as a Latin woman to come out as the, the sex symbol and the love goddess in the 40s. Mm. And uh, she, she started out with a lot of big major stars, Orson Welles, Tyrone Power, different different movie stars. And she came to me in a series of visions and dreams. I knew very little about her, and music started coming. She died of Alzheimer's, and that's her big kind of legacy is mm. that her daughter has a huge worldwide uh, Alzheimer's uh, charity on her behalf. But she was mm. so many more things. She was Fred Astaire's favorite dance partner. She was uh, an amazing uh, performer, singer, actress in her own right. And, and also I had found out, discovered, standing next to a man in Starbucks here in California, I mentioned that I was working on Rita Hayworth. He said he has two of her paintings in his garage. She painted mm. toward the end of her life. And, and her paintings are in people's you know, possession, and he, I'm going to go see them in the near future. So Rita Hayworth's message to the world actually kind of aligns with the imperative. Her symbol is the diamond and the rose, and that message is that um, the diamond is all that is eternal, the rose is all that perishes, and when you put them together, you have a unified field of consciousness and message, and the message is anything that happened to you, you are never less than whole, you, you are never wounded, damaged, less, or anything. Anything that's happened to you in life has only served to enrich you and bless you. So that mm-hmm. is the message that I'm putting out in music and dance. And her 100th birthday is 2018, and I'm right on track now. I didn't think I was, but I realized lately that I'm right on track to be putting out a, a premiere event here in California or elsewhere, I say worldwide, Rita, in 2018, October 17th. 2018 will be the 100th birthday, and you'll be part of it. You'll know. You'll hear about it, and other people will, too. So, Rita Hayworth. Go, Rita. (laughs) All right. We have a couple of minutes left, Alan. So what do you want to leave our listeners with today? You know, we live in, particularly with the elections coming up, people are worried, they're troubled, there's a lot of negative talk, backstabbing. Uh, What would you you say to inspire us? Well, you know, it's funny, the, 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 the imperative to elect is a, is a kind of particular version of to choose. And I really think that people have to stand their own ground and, and choose what they're, what they're hearing. Be aware that it's coming at them off the TV screen. And, and I'm very, I, I actually don't watch television much, but I do listen to it like radio. And I'm very careful of because I hear messages in people's voices. And, you know, I think there is a lot of, uh, of um, opportunity for people to, in smaller groups and in community, take a stand for what they believe in. I don't know. I think there's big changes. The biggest changes in the world are coming in this next year. Banking, economy, governments worldwide. And we all came here as souls to be part of this time. And so everybody in, you know, the community of, in Providence that you work with directly and the, your radio audience out there uh, in the tri-state area, big people can choose. I want people to elect, to choose, to, to be who they are first and foremost. And the government of things and the situations that are out there in the big world will have to kind of listen up more to what you think, what I think, what we think as community, because we're more powerful than we think. How can people find you, Alan, write to you and talk to you? Well, my, my email is Alan Duvall, A-L-A-N-D-E-V-A-L-L-E, at AOL.com. 
and I'm getting a new website constructed here that's going to be up and running in probably a couple months. It's a big project uh, that I put off for a while. And um, my and my phone number is 347-777-0405. And right. if people want a session, it takes about 40 minutes. I'm flexible on the, the fee. The fee is usually around $50, but if money is an issue, I'm totally fine to negotiate and and because I want people to get this, and I tell and people to, to find their soul imperatives, which is really what they're calling. So you name what yeah. they're calling yeah. is, and then it's very powerful work. Alan, thanks so much for being on the program. Thank it was you, wonderful. dear. We'll all right. Again. All right. Stand on line for Much a minute. Love. All right. Okay. All right, Bye-bye. folks. That completes the first segment. We're going to come back with a, another guest right here on VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.